Thank you. And now we're live. So this is the Art and BS podcast. I'm your host, James Drills. We're recording live from my studio in Broadway Studios, Fresno, California. Thank you for coming out today, folks. Our first guest on our first episode is an acrylic aficionado. He is a mural monster. He is a practitioner of perfect portraiture. You may have seen him around town in murals, currently at the Broadway Event Center. You may have been to his solo shows at the radio station. You may have seen him doing some fly paintings of some strippers with bottles being popped all around them. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce Jonathan Lopez. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, look forward to having this talk. Never done a podcast before, man. Yeah, man, we're in here. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for coming out. For, so those who don't know Jonathan, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Why don't you tell the people, you know, how you got started in art? Well, um, I've always been uh, a person that enjoyed drawing since I was a kid. I grew up uh, drawing all the time. I actually idolized my brother, uh, my brother Chris um, Lopez. He's, uh, he's always been an artist, kind of, too, in his own right. Shout-outs um, to Chris Lopez. Yeah, shout-outs to my bro. Uh, and I just kind of picked up drawing, you know, just with pencils and stuff like that. You know, at a young age, like, say, kindergarten, you know, I'd do, you know, pictures of, like, Sonic the Hedgehog and mm-hmm. things like that, and, you know. And I was always um, pretty, good at it, pretty good at it, you know what I mean? Okay, so stop right there, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. So let, let's let's get right to the shit, John. <laughs> Sega or Super Nintendo? Which one you have? Oh, man. I was Super Nintendo all the way, bro, because okay. I'm a huge Zelda fan. Okay. And, uh, you know, Mario. I mean, I was just always a Nintendo guy. Nintendo and PlayStation. That was, that was my thing. As soon as PlayStation came out, man, I was putting put that disc, bro. Mm, the disc. You know, okay, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it. Okay, continue. So you and Chris, you guys were coming up. He kind of had, he was a little bit ahead of you, and then you were... Yeah. Yeah, at a a young age, um, I mean, he was always known to be the one that was the drawer, the artist, you know what I mean? So, you know, for his birthdays, he'd get the art supplies and this and that, you know, Mm. I'd get, you know, whatever. And, um, which was fine, you know, I really didn't consider myself as an artist. I don't think we really did uh, when we were little, you know, growing up. But I think as time went on, you know, I started getting better and better, and I actually enjoyed drawing, and so did my brother, and... And um, I had friends that were good at drawing, so we'd like, you know, all hang out and shit, you know, like 12, 13 years old, fucking drawing, uh, you know, out of Lowrider magazines, you know what I mean? You know, little yeah. pervert boys, you know, man. With the, and the then, chicks so, in front of the Lowriders, man. Uh, that's, that's the little characters with the fedora, yeah, exactly, the, the fucking that, you sunglasses, know, the mustache. style man, shit, on, yeah, go. man, that Mexican heritage, you know. I mean, I'm, 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 yeah, I grew man. up in California, man, I'm with the shits, I know what's up. Yeah, for sure. You know, and Lowrider definitely... It's one of those things, being in California, you know, you can't have grown up here without seeing a Lowrider magazine because oh, it was sure. just the flyest oh, shit, sure. man. You know, in the 90s and the oh, yeah. paint jobs you and know? the fly honeys and yeah, Yeah, yeah we used to go in as kids, you know what I mean? Just go to the liquor store and just look at the Lowrider magazines, the new issues that would come out and... You know, check them out, and if we had the money, we'd buy them. And to be honest, if we didn't have the money, we'd probably try to steal them. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it was whatever we had. And then you know, any kind of magazines we see later on, we just um, we were always a mimicker of of what we saw in the magazines. Mm -hmm. And um, so anything that we seen, uh, we just replicated it and and improved our skill in that way. So nothing that we did back then was actually original, but we were just as it was just like just a recreation and, and it kind of did hone, hone our skills. I know it did for mm-hmm. me that way. You yeah. know what I mean? You've seen something that you just want to replicate. It's kind of like doing a live model, um, you know, painting live, something like that. You're just replicating what you see sort of thing, you know? So, 
and, that, and that's what I did for a long time up until you know our tagging days, I suppose, years yeah. after that. You know what's interesting is I find that growing up, growing up in the hood, man, you know we find ways to learn without really knowing that we're doing that. You know, so yeah. you're sitting here drawing out of lowrider magazines, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like over in other countries, kids had access to fine art programs. And yeah, we yeah. don't have that, you know? Yeah. So you're like, how the fuck do I learn how to draw? Nah, like, yeah. I gotta figure out somehow, yeah. oh, this lady looks fucking tight. She's in blue ballpoint pen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me try to do this. Exactly. And it was all just based on the fact that you just love drawing. That's kind of what we did, you know? We go out and play just like everybody else, and we go hang out and do what we did, and you fuck around, play sports and all that shit. But, you know, when you have that downtime and you're bored, you know, it's always whip out the pencils, whip out the number two pencils, yeah. the little... You know, toilet paper to shade and, and, you know, your little white copy paper. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. all we have as kids, you know? Yep, yep. And, yeah, 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 exactly. So you we, were more we advanced like than me. I didn't even know about toilet paper. No, no I'll clear shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper, yeah, you just rub your finger on it. But after a while, you know, you know, those little Mexicans get all creative and shit. Yeah, you got to figure yeah, out somehow. Yeah. You know, eventually I figured out a Q-tip. Q-tip, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Grab a little toilet paper on a Q-tip, put a little tape on it, and just... Just mm-hmm. shading it up. So let me ask you this, man. Like, at what age did you decide, like, I'm going to get serious about this shit? Like, I got oh. something here. All right. Well, um, this was in high school. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, tagging and stuff at the time, you know, doing a lot of graffiti art. Yep. And uh, there's only so much that that kind of expanded what I wanted to do. I think after a while, even for me at a young age, it didn't take very long for me to kind of feel kind of mundane about, you know, just throwing up my piece and stuff. Um, for me, it was... You know, I wanted to do more than that. I wanted to explain, you know, more. I wanted to show stories within, you know, differently. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to expand. But I, at the time, I didn't know, you know, I didn't go further than that. It mm-hmm. wasn't until I was got into high school and then years later down the line, I met my art teacher, uh, um, Peter Marhinke. Okay. Um, or Matt Marhinke. Shit, I forget. But anyways, um, he got me into painting acrylics, right? It nice. was just like a regular, you know, beginner art class. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess he kind of seen my potential in drawing. He was kind of was like a fan about it. And was like, oh, man, you're really good or whatever. And um, he started having us paint, like do just, you know, acrylic paintings and stuff. And so I started, and I've always been a fan of Bob Ross, man, mm-hmm. since I was yeah. a kid. So my first painting I've ever accomplished, it was, that was like our homework to do a painting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do like a Bob Ross painting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I actually had the little book that kind of went step by step yeah. uh, on how to do it. So I did that and it pff, fucking came out phenomenal. Sick. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I couldn't, I was impressed with myself. I, was, uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't know I could uh, do that. It's paint. Yeah. Paint brush, you know. You know who I fuck with, man, is uh, Helen Van Wyke. Helen Van Wyck. She's like the female Bob Ross. She would do like portraits and oh, shit. Yeah? yeah, man. And she was like super laid back. Had like that uh, fucking Betty, fucking you know what I'm saying from uh, Golden Girls type hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she would just get down, man. Portraits, yeah. landscapes, no, still shit. life, all that. Yeah. yeah. So she was like the old woman version mm-hmm. of Bob Ross. But you know, when I lived in Seattle, bro, his uh, studio was out there on Alki, and it was like an aluminum building. He had passed away, but the, the building they was still... They still had the studio. Yeah, they oh, still preserve the studio, man. You would never know, like, that's what his studio, that's yeah. where it was. There's the magic. No way. You know? Yeah. I thought it was like in fucking, like, Wyoming or something. Seattle, shit. bro. No, that's Seattle? that's why his paintings look the way they do. That's nice. that's the Evergreen State, partner. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Evergreen State. Mm-hmm. That's tight. Yeah, man. So, <clears throat> let me ask you this. 
since we're on the topic of graffiti, mm. walls or trains? You know what? I've uh, <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot of experience with trains to be honest. With you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just I always did walls. You okay. Know what I mean, uh, my brother, I'm sure he would say trains, man. He okay. Love trains, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just me. I, I wasn't too advanced in the graffiti stage. But Got you. For what I was, I mean, I was, you know, street tagging and, you know, whatever wall you, mm-hmm. you had in the neighborhood. You yeah. Know? Uh, but uh, other it's than a that, stepping yeah, stone, it's a man. stepping stone. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Because even after a while, my brother, he, you know, expanded. He was doing trains and hitting up trains mm-hmm. fucking every weekend, you know, yeah, his man. boys and shit. So when it comes to graffiti, man, I ain't got nothing on him. He yeah. Was, he, was, he was still fucking. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm a fucking guy style with that shit. Yeah, so I man. Fucking with them with that. It's definitely yeah. an addiction. Yeah. So now, do you feel like, you know, once you got into doing the fine art, like mm-hmm. the whole, because from what I'm hearing, it's like you prefer the walls, and then that's that sort of fuels your love for like the mural work that yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you know right what? Now. And it was kind of like it was weird because it's been so long since I even like attempted anything on a wall. It's been like decades over a decade mm-hmm. not even decades over a decade uh, since i did anything like that and so just even just busting out the spray paint was just kind of weird for me it's like mm. damn like this is this is like bringing it back it felt like a teenager again you know for a minute um but it, it kind of was you know it was like uh, and it was like riding a bike almost it was like you know hey you know what you're doing yeah handle it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it, it was but it was interesting man and and it does come back around and i'm like really excited to do murals more now mm-hmm. it's like becoming an addiction for me like it's fucking i had a blast you know what i mean yeah. doing it and um and i hope to do more in the future you know i'm just looking for uh, someone else to give me an opportunity and you know to commission it for yeah. me and um and finance it and shit man we'll go from there i'm always down mm-hmm. so definitely yeah. you know and that's the the interesting thing that i feel separates mural work from like you know studio painting is Mural work is more like it's a public thing. Like a kid can be walking down the street, and he can feel like, "Hey, that's that's yeah, mine." Like, exactly. and, and while it's not necessarily yeah. that, it's he grows up, or you know, a yeah, girl, you know, is playing double dutch. Yeah, and then they, yeah. they they associate that, you know, yeah. with positive experiences. Yeah. So in that, I mean, there's it's a different. It's a different type of vibe, man. From considering where I've been doing for the last, you know, ten years, which is you know, acrylic paintings on canvas. And doing traditional painting in that regard, it's a different vibe, man. When you when you switch it over and you're doing murals now, mm-hmm. dude, the, the the type of uh, vibe and, and uh, atmosphere you create from making a mural is is just above and beyond. Like it's uh, not only just appealing to the artist itself and just being so in the moment and being out there, exposed to mm-hmm. a certain extent in, in what you do, but people just seem to enjoy it. At least here in Fresno, just in, appreciate a mural just in general just more i think it's because they see it more often you know mm-hmm. what i mean as opposed yeah. to like you have to go in a gallery you have to sh- go into someone's studio and you look you know what i mean and right people are going to drive by and see a mural and it's just going to be beautiful it's just going to be a gorgeous thing you know to look at and it's going to be a part of your community and i think people just respect that a lot you know i wouldn't say a lot more than you know a traditional artists but i'm just saying like in terms of just the sheer quantity of eyes that are going to be attached to that murals have a larger impact, impact. would you say yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, say, I guess you know in a in a nutshell yeah that's pretty much what i'm saying that just they just have more of an impact you can drive it you know a lot more into people's minds with the kind of message that you want to send mm-hmm. with uh and just overall just creating turning what 
especially in my case, what was a fucking ugly ass wall. It was a fucking ugly wall. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was able to paint it and it looks great. Beautiful. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And otherwise, it was just a dingy fucking downtown alley. You know what right, I mean? And right. that wall was shit. It really mm-hmm. was. And that fucking it gave me troubles because the fucking paint was peeling off that motherfucker while I was, you know, using my tape and doing what I did. And then every time I fucking peeled that tape, all the fucking black paint just fucking ripped, ripped off that motherfucker. So I had to repaint several sections of that motherfucker. It was but, fighting back, Yeah, man. I was fighting back, man. But, you know, hey, it's trial and error. And fuck it, man. I wouldn't have it any other way because how else would you learn? I know it's a learning experience mm-hmm. now. You probably get some fucking industrial primer or get some fucking... You know what I mean? Primer that shit up first before you start laying that fucking exterior paint <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? Hell I didn't yeah, know. Man. I didn't know about that. I'm fucking new. I don't it, know what I'm doing. You know what? But and that's the thing, man. With art, is just like you don't know until you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's just no way you can. Yeah. You know, you can hear all the stories, but until you actually put that, you know, that brush to the canvas, that roller to the wall, there's no way you're gonna find exactly. out that this black paint is gonna peel off. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was just like I mean, anything I do is just kind of like I get a nervous reaction for myself I'm just like fucking you know I don't know what I'm doing I don't never done it before you know what I mean it's almost like a little small tiny panic attack that you're having in your mind and so well before I did I was just like damn you know am I gonna pull this I really don't know how what I'm gonna do on the Mm -hmm. motherfucker I had to figure out as as I was going you know what I mean it just happened so fast Mm -hmm. sometimes shit happens like that though you just gotta fucking handle it you got your pants you you have confidence in your ability Mm -hmm. and go out there I think if I have advice for anybody that wants to do a mural for the first time if you can do it on a fucking canvas or if you can do it on paper, if you do it well at your home, just get yourself the material and fucking you can do it. Have the confidence in your ability that you can fucking get up there and fucking take care of business. Well, and to your point, I, I, I kind of want to dive a little deeper into that. And can you talk about your approach looking at this mural versus your approach looking at like your fine art pieces? Was it the similar? Was it different? Like what, what did you find? Um, I mean, it was different in the fact that, um, you can't see everything, you know, you can't, it's hard for you to constantly want to back up and look at it. Um, my approach was at the end of the day, man, I, I don't know how really to explain it. It It's just kind of like, you can't, I had to figure out how I was going to get on sketched on. Right. Mm. And so I actually had some help Um, the homie Camacho gave me a a projector. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Just a basic outline of what I wanted to do. And so that was the start, man. That's what I didn't have. That's what, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone was telling me, you should get a projector. You should For get a sure, project, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's something that scale you needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? And if I didn't, it probably would have been fucking irritatingly uh, more difficult. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't project that much, you know what I mean? I just did the outline of the, of the California piece. But even then, that was just a huge help because it at least gave me an idea of what the scale was going to be mm-hmm. when I was up there and doing that. Um, I think that was the, the biggest... Um, hurdle in terms of doing that and, and, and my approach was different in that regard as opposed to when you're doing something at home and then also too it's just the people the constant traffic of mm-hmm. people that are coming and, and, and asking you questions which is fine you know mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's great you know it's exposure regardless but other than that I mean usually when you're in your own studio you're kind of just in your own groove you're kind of mm-hmm. solely focused in and you're in your start and stop is a lot quicker and you know what I mean there isn't much distraction as opposed to being out there in the public and you know your mistakes are, are clearly seen, or you're you're, you're clear, clearly seen in general, and uh, you know just that constant uh, exposed, you know, version of yourself, kind of. You know, you're putting yourself out there. Right. So now, do you feel like 
that's a, a that's a uh, a type of pressure that can help or like handle. It, it, it depends on who you are. That's a good question. It depends on who you are. I've always been someone that I don't personally don't like change. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It kind of does. I, I kind of like to stay in my own fucking hole a lot okay. of times. But when push comes to shove. Anything I do, I always feel like I accomplish it, and I, it, it actually drives me to do better. You know those nerves and shit. Mm-hmm. Like when you're under pressure, yeah. It's either fucking f- fight or flight. Yeah. You know what I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know what I mean, so under those circumstances, you know, I always feel like I do come out, you know, you know, winning like mm-hmm. that. You know, and so, so for me, it, it helped fuel and motivate while I was painting. It, it said, you know what, hey. You're in the you're in the shit now. Handle right. it. You're doing it. Doing mm-hmm. it. Doing it. And the more you get done, the more you just feel more comfortable. You're like, yeah, that looks really good. For sure. You're fucking gonna. It's fine. You're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely. It's, it's like you know, with with drawing, I find for me, um, you know, I'll, I'll do a drawing, and then some. Sometimes it's like okay. You know, like I, I drew the hand with the sandstone and I had to draw that thing like three times, you know, just because there were just, there were errors. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is not, you know, it's not clicking. It needs to be smooth and seamless. Right. And then the next, the, my next drawing was like the bust of Brutus. And yeah. then it everything just clicked. Like all of the times I failed on that previous drawing, mm-hmm. just everything <laughs> just clicked. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is what we're, this is what we live for. Like this snowball effect of like momentum. Yeah. Because I feel like art is real momentum based. Like mm-hmm. when you're in that groove and you're going, like it's easier to get onto that next piece. And it's easier to get on. Whereas like if you stop getting yourself mentally prepared to like dive into like the abyss of art because you mm-hmm. have no clue what's in there, it can be kind of intimidating. Right. You know, whereas like if you're just painting, you, you forget about, I have to learn all this shit. You forget about like yeah. what you don't know, but then when you stop, you have to, you, all of these demons pop back up like, oh, now I have to like, like learn this again. I have to learn that again, yeah. you know? And I just, for me, um, the, the key is just like momentum and not stopping. You know, because right, like the right. times that I have stopped, it's oh, like stop, it's yeah. so fucking hard to get back oh, yeah. started. You know? Oh, absolutely. That shit will, it will kill painting sometimes. You have uh, mm-hmm. shitload of paintings unfinished because you stop. Uh, I don't like stopping either. I, I, in fact, when I was doing that mural, man, any day, every day I fucking could, I was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was there getting fucking rained on half the time because it was like, mm. <laughs> decided to paint. A, I mean, I had a window to paint, you know, during fucking peak raining season here in Fresno, apparently. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, I'll be out there and fucking shit would start raining on me. I'm just like, God damn, I don't want to stop. But you, know, you have to fucking go back and you know, wait for it to clear or whatever. But um, yeah, stopping, man, I, I don't like doing that. I like to finish a project now. You know, if I get started on something, you know, I like to be solely focused on that. I'm not a big multitasker mm-hmm. either. You know what I mean? I just like to, I have this one painting that I'm, you know, I'm about to make sweet love on this canvas. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm just trying to focus on that. Yeah, man. And uh, handle that. And so that way I can free my mind into what's the next big, you know, piece mm-hmm. or something that I want to do. Um, that's what that's how I, that's where my focus is at. But yeah, yeah. stopping man, fuck that. Yeah. But you know what I think about what you're saying when you're talking about getting rained out. And you uh, know, for me, I'm like thinking using good paint helps. Like <laughs> like using well, I mean you have to think about like if you're using like 
high-end paint, like that's gonna be a totally different experience as opposed to like Rust-Oleum or Krylon. Oh, yeah. You know, like those paints are gonna stick. They're gonna like, whereas like, if you're using some Harbor Blue Rust-O, that's gonna <laughs> kill your whole fucking mural. Like you, like don't even do it. You like yeah. just stay in the house. You know, whereas like if you're using some Montana or some Iron Lac or like some Flame or some Beat, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna hit, you know, so that's the one thing I would say painting in this era we have a, a distinct advantage because of like materials have gotten better as far as like in the spray paint yeah. um that particular field yeah you know because man krylon and resto in rain is like so that's not that's not a good thing <laughs> you know i lived in seattle man and like indiana and painting out shit, there man, and like even when i was shit, tagging yeah. i didn't have fucking montanas and nothing like that oh yeah no nah, none of that yeah, man none, none of that, that was, i mean they were, yeah, i think they were, bar- they were barely getting popular i think at the time I think, towards like like, uh, like alien and fucking uh, yeah montana. but that wasn't until like honestly till like 2000 really yeah, yeah. until that stuff started popping like yeah, 2000, exactly, 2000 2001 yeah but then, back to shit i didn't have money for that we we're getting fucking oh, you know yeah. dollar fucking cans and shit we're racking kevin's 99 cent store to get some fucking cans on the east side you know what i mean yeah man um, so let's talk about this you you have this big wonderful painting in my studio today it looks like it's was like four by five feet is it three by four feet what is this uh, i believe that's a i think it's is it three 30, by four three by yeah 36, 36 by, by 40 okay yeah okay so so let's talk about this canvas why don't you tell and and the thing and so i'll post a picture of this canvas so sure. the people can see and um you know also the mural but i mean like for me, I would love to describe it, but I would like for you to talk about it maybe in your own words. Um, uh, sure. Um, well, I'm sure some uh, some people have seen this painting. It's uh, basically an imagery of a keyhole, um, like looking at a keyhole, and inside of the keyhole is an image of of a nude woman. Um, and the point was to kind of put her in a position where you kind of really didn't know. It's almost Pretty much, it's pure voyeurism is what it is. But you know, it's kind of in an intimate way where it's not it's not really perverted. Um, but you know, I'm putting her in a position where you kind of not knowing what it is that she's doing, kind of lose that kind of imagination. You know, um, to kind of you know make it up as you go, as you're looking at it, kind of thing. And um, you know, it was all about the vibe that I wanted to create, and uh, it was about creating. You know this intimate you know look into what you're not supposed to be doing kind of thing you know it's like um i don't know i'm not really good at explaining my pace okay okay yeah so here's here's like you know as i look at the painting because I, I really enjoy it. Uh, for, you know, yeah, well, tell me what you see. Tell me what you see. Yeah, you know, because for me, I'm going to tell you something, mm-hmm. man. I'm real big on, like, I'm a painter's painter. I'm real big on the craft, yeah. you know, and as far as, like, you know, it, sure, it's it's very well painted. It's, it's well done. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I, I love it. It's, it's the, the, the painting is tight. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for me, you know, it's so I'm looking through the keyhole at the lady, and what I like, I'm thinking maybe she's. I would think that she's on her phone personally. Like, it's like it's nighttime, she's on her phone, you know, something's like who knows what the who the message is to. Yeah. And and the, this lady, she's she's got a little bit of game about herself, she's got enough game 
to where you know she's an art collector. She has she's she's collecting art. She it, clearly she owns a piece by Jonathan Lopez yeah. with a Vatican frame on it. So yes, I mean sir. she's 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 collecting. Yeah. Um, and I feel like yeah, it's it's erotic and it's sensual, but also you've definitely captured mystery. Yeah. And um. For because it could be anything, you know. She could be doing. She could totally be doing anything. I mean, like she could totally know. be fucking throwing down some lines. And yeah, she could. She could be rolling a blind. She could. Yeah, she throwing could, yeah, down some lines. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, almost, man. You know, but um, but when I painted it, it wasn't the intention of of uh, of making it into anything that she was doing. It was just kind of like put her in a position where it could be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be. Anything, yeah, you know? and, uh, and that's why. It, someone would even look at a keyhole to see what's happening but still when you're looking in there you don't really see what's happening right and also there's the aspect of you're not supposed to be in there you're like you're clearly there. not supposed to be in here and that's why you're on the other side of this exactly, so exactly. yeah there's the separation exactly. so like you know is it it's a, it's a longing it's a longing for someone who's who's clearly not there for you yet mm-hmm. she's clearly in another Realm, not mm-hmm. in another realm. But She's like in another in a, space. Yeah, yeah, another space, and you know, it's. Uh, and I, I think that's like an intimate feeling in itself. Like, you know, the lusting for someone is like it's a powerful thing. It's like a lot of other emotions. You know, just kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's just something I enjoy kind of messing around with. Yeah. Know? Well, you also you also have a a flair for painting beautiful women um so why don't you talk more about that i'm just i just love women okay. you know i just do i mean it's not it's nothing really perverted in that sense it's just uh i just love women in general i love everything about them i think they're fucking amazing i think everything they do is amazing for the most part um i think i'm just i just enjoy the female body and and uh the way they think the way they go about their business you mm-hmm. know I'm just a lover of women, and so I paint them in any way I can. <laughs> and they also make very pretty pictures. Exactly, and yeah, they're beautiful. They're yeah, beautiful. definitely. You know, I mean, it's it, there's definitely a uh, an art to it. So, what would you say? Uh, like, what's what do you have up next? Like, what's your next like uh, series of paintings? Are you still kind of series of paintings? Um, I don't know. I you know what? The, when I do paintings, it's. I don't always normally do them in series, you know. Okay. I, mean, I think I get a lot of people that tell me you should do a series of this, you know. You should do a series of this keyhole painting. Okay. But uh, you know, I kind of like to think of my, the, I kind of like thinking of the way I go about my business is kind of in the way, or how I go about choosing my next project or painting is how a director would go about their portfolio and the way they do something, you know. Because I'm a big lover of movies. I love movies. I'm, I like to consider myself a somewhat of a movie buff. You know okay, I mean? but okay, so but let's talk. So give me if you if you were on that island and you had five movies, what would they be? Oh shit, man. Yeah, man, let's go. Oh shit. Well, fuck. All right. Well, let's see. I would. The first one that pops to mind is like currently one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's uh, called Sicario. You seen that one? Yes. Yeah. Benicio del Toro. Benicio, yeah, Benicio. I just love that director's work. Uh, no, like, you know, he's amazing. Yeah, like he also did the, the movie The Arrival, which I fucking love. Okay, I know The Arrival. Did. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, he also did that other movie um, with, uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. What's that movie where he's like a, in the mountains and shit? The Revenant. 
Mm. That one. Um, so, it, like, I, I love the classics too, man. Just like fucking Forrest Gump's, like, probably one of my all time fucking favorite that, movies. Yeah, I should go. Fucking on, Robert man. Zemeckis, man. It's a classic fucking Forrest Gump movie. Um, you know, fucking movies like uh, Godfather 2, I just respect, mm. you know, part two. I, first one's good as well. It's a classic. I love part two. I just love. I love set designs and things like that mm-hmm. too. When when they uh, you know create those sets and, and that mood and stuff, it's just I look at that one. I'm just like wow, it's just, they just took you back, man. There's yeah. there's no fucking there. It's not even a replication of the times, bro. It, it was the times when you were mm-hmm. watching that. And just, yeah, you're just so blown away. Not only the acting, but the set design and things. Shit, like there's that. so many principles that just apply to life yeah. in the Godfather. Exactly, movies, man. they're just fucking amazing. So <laughs> you know, moves like that. You know, I, I'm a big uh, movie um, or a lover of drama movies okay you know I gravitate towards them don't get me wrong I'll, I'll watch love comedies and things like that but you know dramas you know movies like The Aviator um, mm. you know biopics you know things like that I love okay. those you know Martin Scorsese's work obviously he's mm-hmm. a fucking amazing director you know Goodfellas and fucking yeah, all that Man, how can you not love that shit? That's man. like, people, that's like, people are still biting off his style. Yeah, on, Mark, I mean, but it's like, that's, he's like, man, that dude is nuts. Good yeah, fellas, man. Good I priced that movie at least. Casino. Like, solid. Come on, man. Shit, man. Don't, don't get me started on that it's shit. Casino, I have so, Sam Rothstein, I'll get Sam fucking, fucking Don't get me started, man. man. Don't. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, those are the movies I love, man. Yeah. They bring fucking life. I mean, they, to me, are like, the ultimate um, art form. Cinema movies mm-hmm. are the ultimate art form because not only they, do they combine, you know, visuals, mm-hmm. they combine the theater art, you know, acting, they bring out the emotion, and they combine um, the score, the music. You put yeah. that all in together, they will, yeah. they will fucking make you cry, they yeah. will make you angry, they will fucking... I mean, it's they're they're beautiful. I just love movies. They're beautiful, and, and I get most of my inspiration from movies. Mm. Movies and music. You tell yeah, you yeah. ask me uh, what my biggest influence on in painting is. They come from movies, movies that I've just mentioned, movies, other movies that I haven't mentioned. You know, you know, even fucking romantic movies, fucking shit like that. You know, I, I watch them all, man. I'm not a fucking, you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. A, I watch them all. You know, a movie's a movie. If it brings out emotion, if if it's real, if it's well made, yeah, I'll fucking watch it. You know what I mean? That's what I like. So what do you? So music. What do you paint to? What do you draw to? Oh, fuck. It's similar to kind of like the movies, man. Everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll listen to some rap. I'll listen to uh, some fucking metal, some fucking punk. I'll fucking even listen to some classical music. I'll fucking listen to some fucking... Um, fuck, I don't know. Just whatever. Do you find, like, that the music you listen to correlates to your subject matter? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I always... Okay. Um, Bring, like, say, for instance, um, even in high school, I did that. Uh, when I was first doing my paintings, I did this large, um, probably one of the, still one of the biggest canvases I ever did, and I built that motherfucker myself. They taught me how to do that in high school. So my art teacher was really, he was teaching his college fucking uh, skills at such a young age. Shit. And he was, I, did, I took art all four years, and he mm. actually himself took me under his wing to fucking, to, to take those classes, say, "Oh, I put you in my class this year. I'm gonna put it again this year." I'm like, fuck, that's right. tight. For my, uh, fuck, what do you call those? My, you see, know, you smarter than classes. I was. Like, I didn't even see. I didn't understand to like be friends with the art teacher because I never took an art class yeah. man, at all. No. But I would like ditch and go into my <laughs> friends' art classes, yeah. and we would. But you know what? Here's how foul I am. 
we would like we would be on the computers because that's what computers were popping. This was like senior year when I was doing this shit, and we would go on like art crimes and art just crimes. looking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, art crimes. That was good, yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah. we would do is just go on art crimes and look at Hell yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Art crimes oh, and shit. shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, see, if I was smart, I would have been friends with the teacher. Yeah. And then like, hey, can you get me in? Because they would always say no. Like, every year, man, it's like, yeah. nah, man, like, classes are full, classes are full. And I never thought, like, hey, maybe you should draw and, like, submit a portfolio. Or maybe yeah. you should. It was just like... No, all right. Well, that I'm brings go. that brings back to the question you asked earlier. Is like what really got you started? Mm -hmm. Is um, I actually did my first um, art show when I was in high school there because my art teacher put it on. Oh, put it on for all the students, you know what I mean? So he grabbed all the artwork from the students that you know he had collected throughout the year and threw a big you know little gala on the north side, Ooh. you know, in River Park. You know, it was a building, you know, a law firm called the McCormick Barstow. Ooh. I don't know if you ever heard of it. But um, yeah, they had it in there, and you know, mm -hmm. upstairs, up in the fucking little, that little fucking suite out there, it was nice. just beautiful. That little live band, and it was just a beautiful day, and, and music, you know, food and shit. You mm -hmm. know, I'm just this little poor kid from the east side, so mm -hmm. I'm seeing all this stuff, and I was like, damn, look at these little hors d'oeuvres out here. Man. <laughs> like, they're drinking champagne out here, bro. I get like, some of that cheese. Yeah, let me get some of them cheese and crackers, player. Man. But um, yeah, so all my, and uh, I had. He had a majority of my paintings there, actually all of them, and there were more than you know any other kid okay. had over there. So he was like really proud to show my work, mm -hmm. and um, that was the first <laughs> and only time that I actually sold out in a show. Sick. Yeah, and they all sold out. They were uh, going in auction. Um, they're auctioning them off, and they all fucking went like like hotcakes. And uh, and they gave me a profit. That was the first. So they cut me a check. Mm. And, you know, for a high school kid. You know, you hand me, you know, five hundred dollar check. Woo. Yeah, and that's a lot for a high school kid. I mean, Woo. yeah, and they, and you might our teachers like, man, they got them for fucking dirt cheap, man, bro. Like he was mm -hmm. telling me, like, that's highway robbery. Yeah, but exactly. Highway for you, for me it's as like, a high school yeah. kid, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, like, it's like you should add yeah. a few more zeros. Yeah, exactly. On that. But, yeah, you know, it's like now I see that people yeah. are willing to pay me for exactly. this shit. and that's what kind of spawned it. And not only that, they they gave me awards. Mm. Um, for that they gave me um they gave me like my whole new like paintbrush kit. Like nice brushes. I'm talking about the good shit. Like Sick. The good shit, and uh, whole new easels and fucking palettes. So they gave me the fucking word. They pretty much just hooked me up. They gave me yeah. a bunch of prizes for that. And uh, ever since then, bro, I swear to God, like I was just like, man, I can make money off of this. Like I can actually do something with this. And um, I haven't stopped since. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been periods in my life. You know, um, after I got with my girl, you know, I kind of just faded off a little bit mm -hmm. and didn't paint as much. Yeah. Um, but you know, within the last, I'd say five six years like I jumped back on and have slowly you know come back to where I am actually my art teacher actually got me a fucking uh, since we're on the subject he got me a a, a spot here at Broadway Studios fucking mm. years ago like in mm. 2000 was it six shout out to Mr. Marhinky man hold us hey man Coming listen through, man. man like he even hooked me up bro I was like damn this is my like I guess he really really just saw potential he believed in yeah you. he did yeah. And you gotta love teachers like that, man. It was nothing like you didn't want anything back, bro. You were right. just like, you're, you're fucking talented. Yeah. I'm gonna put you up on game. Good luck. Facts. You know I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty tight. You know? Yeah. Cool. But you know what, too? Giving back, it's like, that's the greatest reward. You yeah, know what I'm absolutely. saying? Giving this kid a shot. And then boom, look at you now. Like, yeah. it's, you know, I ran uh, into nice. him in Livingstones fucking years later. This mm -hmm. might have been like three years ago, maybe. And he was just like, you know, just happy to be like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, I heard about you. Fucking Adamina fucking knows, you know, Marhanky. You know, he's a teacher, too. And 
you know, talks about me all the time. He's like, yeah, he said, you know, this and that, and that, you know, you're doing great, and this and that, and all. So it's cool, man. I just ran into him and said, what's up? But, you know, he seemed happy to see me and seemed proud. And, mm-hmm. you know, every time I talk about my fucking history and how I started painting, it's always started with that guy. Yeah. You know, when it comes to painting and, mm-hmm. and what I do now, if it yeah. wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be doing this shit. Yeah. Painting's not. definitely a whole different animal, dude. Yeah, like, absolutely. that shit's a whole different animal. You know, and I'm a firm believer, like, we're in the point now, like, where we're able to kind of, like, give back because... We, we've acquired a little bit of knowledge, you know? So like for me, I'll be in here, you know, it's Broadway on fucking art hopping, you know, kids will come in and, you know, I'm encouraging the hell out of them because it's like, they need that, you know? And then next thing you know, boom, they grow yeah. up and then they fucking, they're able to, to put that forward, you know, yeah. into the atmosphere. But if you don't have encouragement, then you yeah, don't know. It's, it's because stale. It's just, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. Know? And then you're, you're sitting there, you're drawing and your family's like, yeah, that's cool. But it's your, like that, that shit yeah. don't matter. But yeah. then boom, like <laughs> yeah. you, you get out, you have a show as a kid, you yeah. sell and then you get a check and you're like, man, this is real. Yeah. It's you know, a real like, deal. This Holy is real shit. Yeah, like, man. yeah. This is like, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, you man. Know? So, and then ever since then, I just been putting myself out there um but yeah man uh i'm still starting off man i still have so much to fucking learn it's uh and everyone always you know they give me props and shit you know i always appreciate it man it's but i got i got so i got so much more room to grow and Mm -hmm. i I still have a lot to learn even with the mural game i I did one and you know it was successful you know i mean i'm happy with the way it came out but i still have a lot to learn man i'm looking forward to my next project um I'm supposed to be doing a couple of panels for Grizzly Fest coming up, so I'll be doing Sick. that. Um, and then I'm going to try to do some more murals, man, mm-hmm. while, while the sun's shining. You know yeah, I mean? summer's coming yeah, up. It's summer's mural season. Up. Mural season, exactly. And right now, mm-hmm. I mean, I better get these walls. Yeah. You know, you got to get you a straw hat, man. A straw hat? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't for real. Know if I can it's it's too hot hat. in Fresno. It's too yeah? hot in Fresno to not wear a straw hat, bro. It's Shit. Th- you're going to be out there in 104 oh, degree weather. Damn, dude. <laughs> you see me out there with my dad hat. <laughs> for real, man. white team dad hat. You're for real, man. Sweating bullets. Man, I don't get tan or burnt, bro. I just get blacker. Mm hmm. Hey man, get it, get it going in. It's like, yo man, I'm indigenous people. I'm indigenous player. For real, you know what I'm saying? Straight, straight out, out the cut, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like overall, like your experience with art in Fresno, um, what, what would you say to anybody who's getting started and they want to get their foot in the door they want to do some of the things that you've done like as far as you know shows murals like just like a shitload of paintings what's your advice to the people who are you know coming up in the game um just start off by being passionate about it you know be be about your craft you know what i mean be about be about your business kind of thing um you know if you say you're going to do a painting then do it you know Mm -hmm. don't stop it's kind of the same thing i was telling you just don't stop and work on your craft and you're only going to get better you know and you're going to get better if you want to get better Mm -hmm. and if you stop and and you're not serious about it it's going to show you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and just you know connect with your peers connect with your artists you know similar to what i'm doing with you you know right now just talking you know man to man over a podcast and Mm -hmm. you know hanging out and and expressing our our views on art and, and our backstory and you know, just put yourself out there. I mean, there's several venues here that you can, you know, show at if you wanted to. You know, come out, to our, come out to our hop. Come out to Broadway Studios here. Mm-hmm. Say hello. Yep. You know, say, hey, I'm an artist too. Have, if you don't have a, 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 
and a physical um, portfolio on you, have your Instagram ready because mm -hmm. you know you snap some shit. Yep. You know you know you got something Facts. on your Instagram yep. and be like, hey, this is my art right here. Mm -hmm. And you know that's all you need to show. Just show your work. Let them know that you're you're an artist and that you want to sell and that you want to do that. And um, you know you're on your way. If everyone's here is friendly and want and want to help you out mm -hmm. for the most part. And uh, just be serious about that and, uh, you know, just never stop. And like I said, the most thing that you have to have is just the passion for it. If you don't have it, then, you know, you're just not going to finish what you started, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And uh, that and um, be yourself. And that's one thing my art teacher always told me, you know, I always felt like I had to be this artist, you know, this artist mm -hmm. type. You know, mm -hmm. be this, you know, with the fucking little artist hat and the fucking uh -huh. this and that. He's like, looked at me, shook, he shook his head. He's like, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Just be you. Okay. Because you are unique and you want to separate yourself from the pack. Mm -hmm. You always do. Now, when he said that to you, did you understand? I like, understood him what, fully. Okay. I understood him. I understood him right off the bat. Like, just be yourself mm -hmm. because he knows what I was bringing. He knows yeah. it was unique. He knew it was different. Yeah. It wasn't like anything he's seen. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just flat out different. And, um, and I pride myself on that because I think it is different. I think it's different from... You know what anybody's doing here. I mm -hmm. think I have a lot to offer and a lot to show, you know, still. Yeah. Oh, absolutely still. And, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I would say that. Just be yourself. Be unique and fucking handle that mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? You know, it's, it's interesting what you said. Like, you had a really a lot of good points, right. you know, in your advice to up-and-comers. And one one thing that I, I thought about was the sense of community, yeah. you know. And yeah. I will tell you, like... The times when you and I have gotten together and, and we've had talks, you know, you, I, you, myself, and your brother, we've all talked. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like, it's a motivating experience, you mm -hmm. know. And and the thing is, is having friends who are artists and, and talking to these artists, it's always a reminder that you're not alone. Because yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you're in your studio working. I'm in my studio yeah. working, and we're focused on our body of work. Yeah. But like, we all have to pay that same price. Exactly. You know yeah. and. It's easy to forget that, but then like being around artists who are committed, mm -hmm. you know, and working, yeah. it definitely, it, it reminds like, okay, no, there really is, there's a, a, a pack of people out there who are paying that same price and they're, yeah. they're sweating, they're bleeding and they're crying over this shit just like you are to yeah. create a magnificent picture, yeah. you know, but if you don't surround yourself with yeah. those individuals, then like you're in this deep dark hole you know what yeah, i'm saying that's and what i mean you guys you gotta you gotta meet people you gotta, <coughs> you, gotta you know get some more art friends you know i mean mm -hmm. follow other artists here in fresno mm -hmm. I mean, i've noticed that about you know a certain uh, artist here in fresno and this person's new to the game but i can already see that they're following all the my other art friends boom mm -hmm. boom boom it's like after they followed me and it's just mm -hmm. like boom 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 and i'm just like yes network yeah see them see what they're doing see what they're doing talk be friends and you guys will just naturally motivate each other until you guys are actually collaborating with each right. other, and then you start building uh, your your guys' thing or build build up um, build your portfolio. Up and you can learn something from everyone. That's that's the beautiful thing about art, man. It's yeah. like just it, oh, yeah. it's the amount of information that you can absorb, you know, oh, yeah. from people just in conversations, and Absolutely. they'll answer your questions. It's all friendly com uh, competition too. It's all friendly competition. Yeah, it is. You know what? You know, it is. It is. <laughs> it is but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I, okay. Here's my thing. Like I agree, but then also there's enough money out here for us to all eat. Yeah, you know, and true. I feel like that's that's the thing too is people think like 
somebody's coming in, they have $100. If John gets that $100, I can't get that $100. So, no, there's multiple C notes walking oh, through yeah. the door. So, like, yeah, it's friendly competition. And of different it, avenues as well because, I mean, there is, like, uh, your books. Mm-hmm. Your fucking amazing books, by the way. Great job. Thank it's you. Fantastic. If anybody's listening to this, get a book. I'm sure he's going to hit the promo later as soon as this podcast is over. But, hey, get one of these James Gerald's uh, How We Got Here books, man. It's really fucking amazing professional piece of work right there. But, uh, um, shit, I'm over here promoting you. I yeah, I was gonna you're saying there are different avenues. Yeah, there's different avenues. Um, you know, like within the mural game, you know, you can get commissions doing murals. That's a different avenue. You can mm-hmm. get... Um, you know, get commissioned to do paintings here. You can just sell your paintings, and or you can do books like how you, like I said, you're doing, mm-hmm. and um, you know, do prints. You know, there's just different avenues of people that want a certain thing. Um, you know, if you can kind of branch yourself out and and, and get other separate ways to, to accumulate your income, mm-hmm. you know, that's just more that you can accumulate. And yeah, you, can, you see multiple streams of income as yeah. an artist. Because I mean, as artists, we are entrepreneurs, and it's. I think also the thing about artists is um, I, I feel like growing because, you know, man, I'm 36 now and I have a different view of it. I used to think like I wanted to be an artist where I sold a few like high price items to a few people. And then that was the whole thing. But now I, I think of it like I grew up, you know kind of middle class like my parents couldn't afford no crazy ass paintings so (laughs) how would I like so for me like I gotta feed the streets and make things available for everybody who wants it you know because it's kind of being a dick to like grow up and then like be in a position to where you can provide quality items to people but you don't for the simple fact you want to cater to people who don't give a fuck about you you know like whereas like if you make items that you know, people who have, you know, high incomes and people who have low incomes can all afford, then, you know, everyone can enjoy your yeah, work because can, who are we to deny people our work, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's all about impact because yeah. for me, one of my favorite artists, John, is Norman Rockwell, right? Like, yeah. I love Norman Rockwell, bro. So, like, it's like, how do you, how do you get that shit? Like, you can't, it's a print, you know what I'm saying? Like, real yeah. talk, niggas ain't ran up on no yeah, normal Rockwell print. Like, yeah, nah, bro, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if that's the case and you're going to be on that level, then you got to have everything across the board so the people mm-hmm. who can't get that can still enjoy your work. Oh, yeah. You know, because as artists, we're like, I feel like we're selfish to a point, right? But then we're also, like, we also give everything. Like, it's this weird yeah. thing because... In order to create paintings, you have to be self-absorbed. But yeah. in order to create paintings, you also have to care. I think, like, yeah. and want to give in some in some sort of regard. Because yeah. I know, like, with doing graffiti, you do it, and the biggest high is when your homeboy's like, "Yo, I see you up yeah. here." Like, that's like yeah, the biggest the fucking high, that's dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, they put yeah. your picture picture on twelve ounce profit or yeah. in a magazine. Oh shit! Like, you're yeah. up. You know, like yeah. that's the biggest high. Yeah. So. You know, it definitely, I feel like as artists, you know, we need to reach as many people as possible. And with doing murals, you got one foot in the door because people passing by, it's like, oh, who did that? Boom. Hey, check out my portfolio. I also got this stuff. You can go in your dining room or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, man. We'll fucking start translating to to other work, you know? Yeah. And that's what I I really wanted, man. Even if I wasn't getting paid big money to to do that mural, I want to do it because for me, for one... 
uh, it's my first one. You know, I wanted to provide something to show people, mm-hmm. and um, and it'll help create more jobs for me down the line. You know, mm-hmm. I and mean, that's pretty much what it's about. And it's right there, out in the streets, ready for you to see, right off the bat. And that's that's. I mean, you can't buy that kind of book. Right. It's, you know? Yeah, that's promotion, man. Promotion Paying all day dues, long, right there. Right and your, your portfolio speaks for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And if you treat every painting like it's your last, you oh, know. Oh, I do, man. I, every painting I do, um, well, except when you get asked to do, you know, yeah. little yeah. things you yeah. know, that you don't really care about. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's exposure or whatever. But mm-hmm. with every large, especially my large pieces or my original pieces and things like that where mm-hmm. I'm not really... Um, going off some theme of a show or something like that that, right. that I'm taking part of. Um, that's where I put most of my, my skill and, and uh, knowledge into doing those yeah. types of paintings. And that's, I mean, I always treat them like my baby, like I'm creating a creative, literal, <laughs> literal piece of art, oh, yeah. of artwork. Yeah, you know it is, like, man. Like, And I would have to definitely say, like, all of your paintings have a certain level of care that go into them um you know viewers who who look and appreciate they can they can definitely tell and as an artist you know i always like to look at the footprints you know like how was this painting made you know and kind of think about like how would i go like if i was going to paint this how would i go about painting it and it's definitely it's a it's for me it's a fun picture to look at and i feel like you had a a ton of fun making it i did you know and, and it shows you know yeah absolutely no, yeah, I did. I enjoyed doing it all. I mean, it's just, I, at the end of the day, I just love painting. Mm-hmm. And I think you just, if you're anything you do, not just painting, it's, you just gotta love it. You just gotta love the craft. And like I said, and if you don't, it's gonna show because you're just gonna slack kind of thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, so now, Jonathan, where can they find you at on social media? Go ahead and let social the Social media, know. man. All right, well, my main my main hitter is uh, on Instagram, uh, Art by Jonathan Lopez. That's where you get all my good stuff when it comes to my artwork. And then also on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com uh, slash, you know, at Art by Jonathan Lopez, same thing. Um, so you can find me there. My email, you can, uh, my emails are on there as well. Um, so yeah, you can just hit me up there, man. Give me a follow, give me a shout out. You know, if you, if you heard this, you know, um, yeah, man, it's all good. Okay, so lastly, you want to give any shout outs? Yeah, uh, shit, man. Let me give a shout out to my brother Chris. Uh, I don't even know if he'll listen to this one. Shout like, out yeah. to Big Chris. My broski. Uh, shout out to my fucking art teacher, fucking you know, Marhanky. He put me up on game. You know, shout out to. You know, the homies that are out there doing murals now, you know what I mean? A little fucking baby Camacho out there. Um, you know, the homie Maro's out there fucking putting in work, you know? And all the artists that uh, have fucked with me, you know? You know? The homie James right here, you know what I mean? But, you know, all the artists that show me love, you know, I see you, you know? I'll, you follow me on Instagram already, so, you know what I mean? I feel you guys and, you know, shit, man. Let's just keep doing this thing. I ain't stopping, so let's go. We appreciate you coming out, man, for this ep- for the first episode of the Art and BS podcast, John. Man, much love, and uh, I wish you success in all your artistic endeavors, folks. Stay tuned; we got many more episodes on the way. And uh, thanks for tuning in to Art and BS. Peace.